Hey, it's your old pal Slim. And this is a very special episode of 70mm, a podcast for film lovers. Every Monday, I'm joined by famous artist Danny Haas. Watching them like take off with paper to travel across the US, no phones, no GPS. Like the, my stress levels of just watching this film is through the roof as, as an adult now. I could not imagine. And spiritual advisor, Proto Lexus. The talk of needing to cash a check. Are you kidding me? This week, we're also joined by one half of the Batten Spider podcast and producer at large of this very show, Dale underscore A. To say, I've been thinking about watching porno for the show and we talk about it and we talk about the plot only. As this episode posts, I'm not back home from my own vacation yet. So we thought it would be fun to record this episode in secret a few weeks back, talking about National Lampoon's vacation from 1983. Is Chevy Chase a genius? Or do Dale and I have it all wrong? Let's find out together. It's been a very long time since we. <laughs> Let's be real for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a real long time since we had this person back on the show. This special person. Too long, IMO. He's usually in the back making deals, cutting deals playing our intro music, playing our outro music, working in phone calls, cutting deals, working Dax. (laughs) (laughs) Producer Emeritus, first appearance since the famous Jaws episode that we recorded on the beach by a fire. Mm. Dale, welcome back. Thanks, guys. It's great to be back. Thanks for inviting me to the recording table once again. You know, um, usually you guys invite me and I say no. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. mm-hmm. this time I just, you know, I'm leaving the, uh, the producer's office wide open. Anybody could walk in at any time and, and take, <laughs> uh, you know, thousands of dollars worth of albums right now, but I'm, I might be distracted with that, <laughs> but yeah, I, I appreciate you guys having me on, especially for such a, a momentous, you know, I wouldn't let you do this movie course without mm. me. So yeah, thank you. appreciate you guys having me. Back you, we, I, we appreciate you every week. Every day, to be honest. Thank you. And more so, maybe for the podcast that you do weekly, Bat and Spider, a low rent podcast about, you know, exploitation, horror films, what one would consider bad movies, yeah, but our beloved films. And, you know, more recently, you guys just went through, you and Chuck Forsman, who also was a guest on the show, dear friend of ours. You went through and did Hot Ape Summer. Mm. You did all of the Planet of the Apes movies, legendary run of episodes, if I may be so bold. Thank you. We're ready now you to reveal to us exclusively on this show, what do you have cooked up? How do you top Hot Ape Summer? Let's be real with each other. Uh, you know, it's funny. As we were talking, I just ran into the, uh, the producer's office and we just got <laughs> a fax from the, uh, the head honchos up at Tape Deck. It turns out 
You can't top Hot Ape Summer. So why bother, they say. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. But I did have an idea uh, last week. I texted it to Chuck, you know, and sometimes my ideas just get ignored, but that's fine. He's not going to listen to the show anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our... Um, our frequent, we just frequently dump money into Severn Films and their their library. Mm. I had the idea, forget this. Yeah. Sev-tember. Oh. Nailed it. My gosh. I love it. Yeah. Are you listening, Severn Films? We just, just retweet us. I mean, we're, we're desperate <laughs> for anything. Just one retweet, please. <laughs> anything. You guys are pumping in some, you know, a round of bat and spider money in there. Mm. How do we get, how do we figure out how to funnel in money to bat and spider? Can we get some merch going here? I didn't see one lick of hashtag hot ape summer merch. Mm. And I don't know if we need to escalate up the chain to tape deck to figure this out, but yeah, we need to take this to legal. I don't, um, (laughs) you know, we've had ideas and that, you know what? We just, we haven't had the right idea and you guys above all else, Mm. No. When when the idea hits, the idea hits, and and unfortunately, right. you know, these are pl- we're playing with people's lives. They're, they they don't they donated their time <laughs> and their passion to us for a hot ape summer, and we're ever grateful. Mm. We need to we need to continue on. That's just a brief intro to Dale. Listen to his podcast. We'll have a link in the episode. It's my favorite pod. And I just want to real briefly too, people know of Dale, you know, working the phones in the back, but real quick, we did the Jaws episode in the past, last year, last summer. That was one of your top four favorite movies on Letterboxd. This episode, National Lampoon's Vacation, this is also in your top four. My gosh. On Mm. Letterboxd. And (laughs) as people are aware of this, this episode is dropping mainly because I'm going on vacation. Sorry, everybody. Your other two, one of which we'll cover in December, Lord of the Rings. My God. I think it's the first one, the Fellowship. I use Fellowship. It's kind of a cop-out. I use Fellowship to just represent the entire trilogy. I don't think I could put one above the other in this case. Mm. So it's more like top six, if you consider <laughs> you know, the trilogy. The entire trilogy. Gotcha. Your other number one movie, which I think I even considered before I suggested Vacation, Wet Hot American Summer. Excuse me. I think the main reason I didn't pick that one because if we did a Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer episode with Dale and not Ian, yeah. Ian would probably jump off a building. Disgraced. I've never seen it, just to say. Excuse me. Wow. Yeah, I still haven't seen that movie. Wow. It's such a joy- you know, the movie's such a joy because um, growing up with the state and like those, those, that crew that made comedy together mm-hmm. for years before Wet Hot American Summer, that's kind of like 50% of my love for the movie itself. But to see them all, you mm-hmm. know, because they're all friends outside of this and like Reno 911 and all that, there's like this, there's this whole troop. Carter, have you seen Wet Hot American Summer? Never. Mm. I can't believe this movie is 2001. You told me the name, like I'm aware of the name in my mind, but I would have guessed like 1992. So when, when I heard this really? was 2001, it was like, oh, okay. Cause I have no memory of this coming out. I guess I don't either. I thought it was sooner than that. They did a sequel, I think, right? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Wetter. There's two different series on Netflix. Um, continuing oh, the saga. But Wet Hot, I was working uh, like much like Slim. We we have a shared past where we never cross paths. But I was working at the West Coast Video, and Wet Hot American Summer started appearing on the shelf. I had never. I was like, "What is this movie?" I've never. I don't even think it got a wide release in theaters. But it started just appearing on the shelves in in my video store, mm. smitten ever since. Yeah. Danny, have you ever seen Hot Rod? I haven't seen Hot Rod either. Is that another good I one? I wonder what Danny's reaction would be to both Hot Rod and Wet Hot American Summer. Mm. Yeah, he would either love it or he probably shut off after ten minutes. I have I don't I have a weird aversion to some comedy. I think I think I have a yeah. I need to go see someone and talk about this. <laughs> it sounds like um, something to, we could talk about for September. When are you going to have like Vin Brewery where you guys finally cross over? And dip into the oh. adult section of vinegar syndrome. You know, you talk about topping hot ape summer. You'd get a retweet. You talk about when's it going to happen, brother? <laughs> I, I maybe I'm just too afraid to talk to ask Chuck. Maybe I'm just too afraid to say yeah. I've been thinking about watching porno for the show, <laughs> and we talk about it, and we talk about the plot only. And we don't talk about mm. our, you know, the other our stuff. bottoms. <laughs> Hashtag wet hot adult. Just call it that. <laughs> wet hot human. Wet, <laughs> wet hot humanuary. We gotta get into National Lampoon's vacation. This is the spotlight of the week. This isn't a full episode. This is a kind of bonus episode that's dropping on Monday because I will not be back home yet from vacation. So we wanted to make sure we had something cooking. Mm. Less. And I thought. Why not National Lampoon's vacation? You know, perfect time, end of the end of the summer. This is where all those families go on trips. 1983, Chevy Chase. Oh. The King. Pardo, can you prepare everyone for National Lampoon's vacation? Yeah, so we've all met uh, pod people in our lives. And these are the people who you can have a conversation with you know, they'll look you in the eye. Uh, but when you look back in their eye, you just know there's nothing there. Uh, <laughs> God. You know, you just know like they don't have a soul. And they're just kind of really almost like robots. Uh, that's Clark Griswold. You know, he's, he's made a career out of probably poisoning America's children as an additive, I don't know, scientist, engineer, marketing executive, who knows. But he's in there. Uh, you know, this is the, you know, in the 80s, he's killing America's youth. Um, but he wants to go on a family vacation and he's he's thrilled about it. So he's got his wife, uh, Ellen, and his two kids, uh, Rusty, and uh, whatever her, his daughter's name is, uh, Audrey. Audrey. <laughs> and so they're, uh, and, and instead, you know, they want to go to Wally's World, which is, you know, they're, uh, they're in the Midwest. They want to go to the West Coast. And he has this great idea of, driving rather than flying and his wife is like maybe you know clark maybe we uh sparky maybe we should fly you know maybe this is a really bad idea he's like no 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 i'm a pod person i know what's right so they get in the car and they pretty much have a disaster along the way i mean he's gonna murder a dog he's gonna murder <laughs> an ant um he's gonna get his his daughter hooked on weed um mm. 
and he's going to give his son his first beer. Uh, all terrible things. Um, <laughs> and they're they're going to they're but they're eventually going to get there. You know, hell or high water. Clark. Yeah, I mean that's one thing you can appreciate. He, you know, when he sets out to do something, he's going to get there. It may mean. You know, I mean, I mean, how close can you get to cheating on your wife? You know, like you got pretty <laughs> close, uh, but he's going to get there and he's going to, and he's going to get to Wally's world and, and they're going to, they're going to ride those rides, even if it's closed. Um, and that's National Lampoon's vacation. Wow. I thought Dale was going to strangle Proto during that introduction. Come Wait, was that not good? Screen. My armpits right now. <laughs> got caked. <laughs> <laughs> As with our bonus format, Proto, you know, he wings it, you know, on those intros. People are used to this kind of like, you know, poetic nature, you know, cr- with a crescendo to music. It's not in our bonus episodes. Check out that Shrek episode if you no, if you want another no, taste. No, please don't watch <laughs> and listen to that shit. Uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, 1983. I have maybe seen this a thousand times. In various forms of television, Dale. What about you? Are you the same no, way? The same. This is this is ultimate comfort food. I could watch this three, four, five times a year, and just be completely wow. okay with it. it. And back in the mm-hmm. day, when it was like you know taped off of uh, Channel Six's mi- midnight movie at my grandmom's, totally watching it probably once a day, once every other day, staying at my mom's wow. house. This is, uh, we should just m- mention, this is on HBO Max right now. Mm. Uh, if you're thinking about firing this bad boy up before you listen to the rest of the episode. Danny, do you remember watching this growing up at all? I do, actually. My dad watched this a lot. And I don't, I don't, I think he had to have taped it off of uh, uh, some sort of television uh, broadcast of it because there are scenes that I know I had never seen, uh, or there I, I know that I would never have watched with him. <laughs> My parents would. There's no way they would allowed me to watch that movie, but I did so many times with him. So I feel like whatever VHS he was popping in was like Channel Six recording right. for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, remember having to like hit pause when the commercials started to try to get that like ideal recording on tape. And then record again. <laughs> oh, sheesh. Man. A lot of work. Lost art. Remember, <laughs> remember the little the little tone at the end of the commercial, but before the 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 movie would come back on, it would be like a little audible tone, and you could sometimes catch that. No. I think that, that was for I think like automatic taping of VCRs back in the day, too. Oh my god. I didn't even know that. Wildness knowledge. Pro, did you watch this a lot growing <laughs> up, or was this a banned movie? Most of my life, well, actually, still, I'm 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 wondering who is National Lampoons? Who is this guy? Um, I've never seen a picture of him. Uh, so this is my first viewing. Never seen it before. Wow. Uh, yeah, this was nowhere on my radar. I've never never oh my saw anything about this ever oh growing up. But have you seen Christmas Vacation European at all? I have seen Christmas a little bit. I think I've seen seen like I've caught that on TV like during the holiday a little bit. I don't think I've watched the whole thing. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh my God! My this truth. Is, I am. This is amazing. Earth no, it's just it's it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me because it feels like these two movies, especially Vacation, well, especially Christmas, but both movies feel like they're like woven into like pop culture cinema that everyone has seen as 
you just uh, you just mm-hmm. expect everyone to have seen this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I, especially in our age group and older. Mm-hmm. Like my brother loves this movie, and he's ten years older than I am. Mm-hmm. Totally woven in the fabric. My first note from this viewing. Right off the bat, I had an amazing time watching this movie. Just get it right out of the way. Five banger instantly. I had so much fun watching this movie. I loved it. My God, God, I love Chevy Chase in this era, this movie. This is, this is, is love for me. So the first thought, can you imagine driving cross country? No. 2,000 miles in the year 2021 right now. Dudes. (laughs) I can't. I mean, we have, I feel, I mean, I feel kind of blessed being on this show because we all have kids, Mm. but I can't imagine it. But also I'm at the age where I kind of, I mean, I need to see the, the Western half of the United States. I need to go see a national park and am I driving cross country with the family and putting up with all of its charms? Gotta do it. Your car has a USB port. I think you're good. That's the that's yeah. the beauty of 2021. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Watching them like take off with paper to travel across the US. No phones, no GPS. Like the, my stress levels of just watching this film is through the roof as as an adult now. The talk I could of, not imagine. The talk of cash needing to cash a check. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And then just like mindlessly like like at a hotel can you cash this check? This is like when my grandfather used to work at the glass factory. I know he could go to like Larry's bar and get his paycheck cashed. I don't, how does it all work? Yeah. How does that work? It doesn't make any sense. It. it doesn't make any sense. And then to like aimlessly get off on the wrong exit, but then to have to stop to ask for directions. Like I, I don't even understand how that works. I, I listen, I'm going to be right. honest with you. The idea of driving a car with a map it is probably the most frightening idea I can possibly think of. <laughs> if you if you told me to get to another state or like and then a house off the highway, no, I'm in a fetal position. No way. Jose. Yeah, there's a deleted scene of them trying to find uh, her cousin's house. You know, for four hours wandering the countryside, <laughs> unable to locate this the one street. So Dale, what is on your list for vacation for this this viewing? Uh, for this viewing, okay, we, under the scrutinous eyes of podcast eyes, podcast mm. reviewing eyes, um, Clark and Ellen, Ellen Griswold and Clark doing the dishes. I don't know if I've ever noticed Clark just drying the dirty dishes and putting the them dirty back dish? in the cabinet. <laughs> I don't, it's so I've smart. never noticed it probably because <laughs> I've just, I've seen it so many times that I'm not like eyes on the screen the entire uh-huh. time, but the way it's, just, they're just casually conversating about how this is probably a bad <laughs> idea. And he's just like, I'm like that hand towel has got to be disgusting right now. Pro, this is your, this is your first viewing. So what, yeah. what were some things that you notated down? It's probably got so much. Uh, f- I mean, the first thing is just, I, I I mean I know it's all for comedic effect, but the the bare oh. luggage on the roof of the car, like what are we doing? Mm. Like at no part at no point he has a revelation. Like how many bags have to fly off this roof before he's like, you know what? Maybe I need like a tarp or like anything, Clark. 
anything. He, yeah. I love, I love Clark W. Griswold. I, we talked about Christmas Vacation. What do we talk? What podcast did we do Christmas Vacation for? Was that Paper Keg or Faves or something? But I, I distinctly remember talking about the last scene of that movie. Clark is just a regular dad. You know, he's mm. an idiot at times, but he is just like the perfect dad. And he's trying so hard to get, you know, these little things like a trip to work out well. And yeah. everything else is just such a blind spot to him, no matter yeah. what. But he has these like great scenes of fatherhood that I just always appreciate. And now more so, obviously, that I'm older. Mm. And it's so slapsticky most times, right? But for the, for effect, it's slapsticky. But he, I love his confidence as he's going to be the most positive person in that car and he is going to, he is going to break through and show this family a good time. And eventually they're going to see the light. Like they're going to complain and, and jack off with their cousin and they're going to do like, they're going to be pissed off until they're not until like (laughs) something happens and there's this breakthrough. And as the family's breaking through and having this good time, I like that. Like Clark has that little essence of all of us in this movie. And he, and like the, his breaking point is like, I think you're all effed in the head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like finally, I think you're all fucked in the head. We're 10 hours from the fucking fun park and you want to bail out. Well, I'll tell you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fucking fun. We'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling zippity doo out of your assholes. <laughs> I got to be crazy. I'm on a pilgrimage to see a moose. Praise Marty Moose. Holy shit. Dad, you want to ask for something? Don't touch. It's been wearing on him this, you know, for 1900 miles. Finally, it's getting to him. He's the consummate, like, mm. I need to keep this together because if if it were not up to me, everybody would be at each other's throats, you know, with, within the first mile of the trip. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of that is that he snaps and, you know, he says they're all effed in the head after he drops off a corpse <laughs> at the corpse's <laughs> son's house without telling you. King. It's only a king can do that. Jesus. I could yeah. I completely forgot how that ended up because I haven't seen this in a long, very, very, very long time. And I don't think Casey and I have actually sat down to watch it together ever. Um, so I, I knew like the, the major moments, the chuckle moments, but I did not remember what they ended up doing with that body. And I was mortified. <laughs> like not only did they just leave it on, the, like it's pouring rain. <laughs> they pin a yeah. note to it and prop an umbrella up over it. And I'm just like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> can you imagine? I just can't imagine. Like everyone should be in jail by the end of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone. And, he, and his prayer. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, I'm not a priest, honey. I'm just trying my best here. Danny, anything else uh, you want to start off with for vacation? Uh, Christy Brinkley in a Ferrari. Oh. <sighs> The, like God. those scenes, even like in Christmas Vacation, when he's just off thinking about uh, you know his pool being built, like these scenes with the Ferrari are just so funny. Like Chevy is so funny in these scenes, just even just in the car trying to keep it cool, but then like trying to be <laughs> cool for her, and his wife is right next to him, but she's just that Ferrari three hundred eight GTS. It's just. 
It's sexy. She's Christy Brinkley. It's ridiculous. And then the dancing with the 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 bread, the um, the sandwich <laughs> scene. The dancing <laughs> with the sandwich scene is so fucking funny to me. I, I laugh oh, so hard every time. It's so stupid, but he's just he's just hamming it up. With a ham yeah. sandwich. He's like, I got to yeah. spin this moment into a win for me. Like, I need a boost to my ego. I need to do something <laughs> so right stupid. now to, to impress her. I love it. <laughs> there are a lot of physical comedy in this movie mm-hmm. that Chevy just does so well. And when he gets his legs stuck at the gas station <laughs> and in the... The, the gas line and it's just yeah. caught it's just a little <laughs> stupid scene that is so mm-hmm. funny and he's looking for the gas tank on his car <laughs> he's watching the people next to him and he yanks off the license plate and it almost decapitates that woman um, the scene where the Russ's feet are right next to him and he's like what was that smell so there's just so much subtle dopey Chevy Chase comedy that is like a lost art form I think in my opinion Chevy's face uh, he makes himself laugh when he says I'm so hungry I could eat a sandwich from a gas station and he like <laughs> guffaws to himself to like nobody else yeah. it's like the king kingly moment like I, that's me I embody that even when I'm by myself and I'm like talking to myself I do that because I idolize this crap Mm. But the second line in my notes, Clark is Dale. Uh, that is that is the second <laughs> line in my notes. I thought of Dale in this movie all, the whole time in all of those scenes, cracking myself up. Uh, Proto, what do you got? I just have one of the lines. I love where they he pulls off the wrong exit, and they're like in the downtown. Um, I forget what city that is. <laughs> But then, like, yeah, he just, like, continues his, 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 yeah, in St. Louis, his, like, utter optimism where his wife's like, honey, I don't think we should be here. I don't think we should. And he's like, he's like, no, this is good. You know, we're, like, the kids, you see the plight. Kids, you noticing all this plight? <laughs> that line. <laughs> so good. Like, he's and, just, like, in tourist dad mode yeah. all the uh-huh. time. Yeah. He's like the, he's like the parent at the beginning of Batman. Where the the dad is walking around with the map and the way <laughs> I'm not lost. Also, his line when they talk, he talks to like the pimp. Hey, uh, excuse me, Holmes. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. what it is, bro? We're from out of town. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> his delivery is just so classic. And he has to pass oh. by a Torino without any wheels, but his cousin Charky is in there. <laughs> Also, the another random Clark note was when he they visit cousin Eddie, and they oh leave, gosh. and then her dog they like bring the dog around to him. He's like, "What is this? A dog?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and at that point, you're just like, if you're Clark, you're like, you know what? Sorry, cousin. Like, this is where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. Like we're on the, our way to Wally world. We're not taking a dog, but he's just like, Oh, right. Got a dog. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got some space. I mean, how long were they traveling for to get to, it feels like a week. I know they're driving to get there a week of vacation yeah. just to get there. That's mm. horrifying. It's probably got to be like, you know, 1500 miles or something insane like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're driving like two or three days with your family at that point, you're done. And you're, you're, yeah. then you're, you're getting a, you're getting an aunt 
that you hate and a dog <laughs> to oh, go like another no couple days with them? No, no. The marital stresses alone in that car. <laughs> My God, game over. Also, I mean, for me, like even at this point, I, I'm I'm not even over the the whole like car dealership thing. If I'm Clark, <laughs> like my mind is still there. Like, I'm like, this guy screwed me over. I've got this wrong no. car that I've invested in. It's falling apart. It's making noises. Like the thought, like the marital strife with that alone, you're, and you're, you're in the machine, this whole trip. That is like yeah. a, you know, a point of contention. Yeah. Right. You're, yeah. Your, your, con, your conveyance is exactly this, what started the stressors. You know what I mean? And like, you're, you're living in it. Can you imagine going to a dealership and like you and your wife have agreed to get a car and you come back with like the worst possible scenario? Like what my wife would like, she would just kill me or I like, I don't even know what would happen. Also the idea that your trade-in just got flattened. Like that is so ridiculous too. And then they they wheel it out and he just walks up to it and grabs the handle. He says like, this isn't our car. It's like, Flatten, man. It's so stupid. Oh God. I, so I'm stupid. guessing, Dale, you this is like common knowledge to you, but I didn't realize that cousin Eddie's daughter is uh the gal from 30 Rock. Yeah, Jenna Marone. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, she's been in the game a long time. Seriously. Yeah, really. This was my viewing too, where I realized that was her as well. Crazy. I had, to, I had to search it right after. I was like, wait a minute. Dale, what's on your list? National Lampoon's vacation. When uh, the family pulls up to uh, Dodge City, Kansas, and then he starts barking at the bartender, hey, yellow belly. <laughs> it's like fake laughing. <laughs> when he shoots him, I, I laugh so hard. <laughs> I, I was not prepared for that. I forgot about that. How about a town where you just role play in? Do we have those? Is that, did that actually exist? Dude, I want to go to this. I want to go to a, like a Western town, right? Roll up. It's like it's a West be. world. Yeah, no robots. <laughs> yeah, no robots. But yeah, yeah. I was like, does did, was this a thing that I missed out in the eighties? To my parents to take me to this kind of. Mm-hmm. Who went to like places in North Carolina that were like, uh, I don't know, tourist traps on mountains that had like these little, little cities like Western cities built? But I never remembered if it was like role playing. But this mm-hmm. was like wild to me. Yeah. How about when they um, go to sleep in like this campground and $37 for three tents and they're acting like that's highway robbery. I know. know. Oh my God. (laughs) Let's see. What else do I have? Ever bop your baloney is from Cousin Eddie's son asking that, I think. I don't think I've ever cringed harder than I've, I mean, I've seen this movie a thousand times and this might've been the time I've cringed the most at that. Uh, that that phrase i love anthony michael hall i think he's so good yeah uh i mean i love him in breakfast club but it's crazy mm-hmm. he's so mm-hmm. funny he's amazing proto that's all i got i don't have any other notes final mm. uh, final thoughts uh <laughs> and maybe your rating for lampoon's vacation <sighs> well i will say um uh-oh, uh-oh. i think this is a movie that has room to grow <laughs> Uh, I oh I can see the, uh, the the benefit of multiple watches. I think the thing that I struggle with the most is and and to me, I mean, this is just me, okay? But I don't find a single thing funny about Chevy Chase. 
Oh no. Like to me, he is not funny one bit. Like all of you guys saying his physical comedy, you know, oh, anything no. he does, I, he, I didn't really get like a single laugh from anything he did. I just don't find him funny at all. And I'm just, I must be missing it. I just don't mm. think he's a funny, I don't think he has good timing. I don't think he's physically funny. I just don't get it. Uh, to me, he just completely misses the mark. So watching this, it's kind of hard, but I feel like, you know, as talking about it, I think I could find, you know, rewatching it. Um, you know, maybe, maybe I, maybe I would like it more. Mm. So I'm, you know, I'm going to go on, you know, faith and, and, you know, this movie has a good track record. People love it. And I'm going to say that, you know, in the future, if I rewatch this and as I grow as a person, <laughs> that it would be a three-star movie. So I'm going to oh, give it three no. stars. Wow. It's a sub three-star review. Any of the Chevy Chase fans out there, if you're thinking of leaving a negative Apple podcast review, that was not me. Feel free. This time. That was not <laughs> that me speaking. Slim. the other Slim. That was the other Slim. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go next, because I'm not far off from Proto. Okay? Oh, my. Um, Cut the stream. Watching... Watching this, I haven't, I mean, I haven't seen this in ages. Okay. Probably with my father last time I've seen this. Uh, I am shocked how many movies came after this. Cause I, I find it not as funny as its predecessors. Is that the right word? The ones uh, that came after. I find Euro a lot funnier. And I think Christmas Vacation is a flawless movie. Mm. Um so I am surprised that they got better films after this because I there are bits in this that are classic all timers, um, but I'm I'm gonna, I'm hovering at four stars for this one. It's not a five banger, but I'm going I'm going with four. I mean, four stars uh, for is me. really good. Four stars is if good. You check the tapes. It's it's not it's not a it's not a Dale Slim five banger. Mm. Uh, so there's just moments it's where okay. it kind of drags a bit. It's a it's long uh, for for what it is. And I just feel like there are two other movies that I enjoy more out of the vi- uh, the lampoons. Four stars uh, is great. Four stars chronological is great for, movies. Yeah. I'm happy just, with that. Just rating. listen. I'm explaining it for Dale because I, I don't want <laughs> yeah. you to expect a five banger from me for this one. That's okay. I'm glad. To, I'm glad to hear your affection for the other ones too. I think Slim and I, Slim and I talked about European Vacation maybe for faves because we did it at the lake house. Um, yeah, Slim hated Euro. Did I? Did I? Yeah, you have two and a half stars on it. Does that sound accurate Any. to our conversation, Dale? I don't think that. I'm checking. Not. I'm just. I'm, I'm just check checking that. the notes. Well, that might have been a mistake. We'll check the database. <clears throat> oh, okay. Slip, okay. A, slip yeah. of well, the phone. We just need to put a pin in that. Re- we'll reconcile mm-hmm. <laughs> that at another time. <laughs> Dale, your final thoughts and rating for National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, a total five stars. And looking at it now, you know. Slim and I, you know, we, we are, we share the same opinion and mindset on our man Chevy. He is just the king of physical comedy and, and, and stuff like that. But now this is what the added bonus added bonus is like, I'm, I'm, am I almost willing to put up with the charms of like a real life road trip with my family? I know this is, Mm. this is an insane characterization of, of that, but does this have me thinking about finally getting to see a national park in the Midwest? Sheesh. You know, is this, is that the only way? What it's am I time. Uh, board a family of four to, and fly to what? 
Where do I fl- where do I fly to get to a national park? You can't do it. I don't you can't. think. You can't. What do I, am I going to rent a $2,000 car to, to just drive to a national park from the closest airport? Get your pilot's license. Maybe fly out yourself. Yeah. It's cheaper. Uh, I did give my rating earlier. It's five stars. Chevy Chase uh, really just connects with me at this point in my life. So I'm full on five stars. Laughed a lot during this movie. Mm. And uh, hopefully people listening to this want to give it another shot uh, into adulthood. Maybe it connects with you as well. Dale, thank yeah. you so much for joining oh, thank the, you, uh, Dale. this special episode. Dale, thank you. This was a wonderful thank you. My cheeks hurt from the, the fun that we had. <laughs> I really appreciate this. Thank you. Next week, we announced it uh, in our previous week which would be the Life of Brian episode, but next week kicks off Latin American Movies Month. Mm. Danny's first pick, which as of this recording, I don't know yet, but next week it's going to be good when it happens. Wow. Uh, Proto, any closing thoughts for this episode of uh, National Lampoon's Vacation? <laughs> no, I, I guess I'm watching Christmas Vacation this, this December. Oh, uh, thank we'll you. see what happens. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Seventy Millimeter is a tape deck production with original artwork provided by Danny Haas. Spiritual guidance provided and V'ger, the robot who loves movies, created by Protolexis. Producer Emeritus Dale underscore A. Transcripts provided by Sophie Shin. Prints and other merch are available on 70mmpod.com. This episode was mixed, edited, and produced by me, Slim. Support our Patreon for access to our VHS Village Discord to talk movies with new friends and access to exclusive episodes, discounts on merch, and a physical membership card mailed to you. To check out other Tape Deck podcasts, find the link in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support our friends at Letterboxd and upgrade to pro or patron status, you can do so with a 20% off discount using the links on 70mmpod.com. Goodbye. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Ooh.